Archie Gamble, David Moon, Gordon Strachan, Ali McCoy, Stuart McCall. Tournament strikes we'll never forget, but the most important Scotland goals are yet to come. And we don't care how they go in. Versus Croatia. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Yes, good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on one of the biggest nights of international football in many a year. The job sounds simple. Beat Croatia and qualify for the next round of the Euros. Don't, and their tournament ends tonight. There will be no Billy Gilmore, but everyone else is fit and raring to go on a potentially historic night at Hamden. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me down at Scotland HQ at Drygate Brewery, we've got a full cast for you. Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, Braveheart himself, Colin Hendry, and a man for the big occasion, Hugh Keevans. Gordon, for me, you can count on the fingers of one hand what Scotland need to do and need to avoid doing tonight in order to create history. One, avoid self-pity over the Billy Gilmer situation. Two, strong minds. Three, big hearts. Four, a clean sheet, and five, the first goal at a major competition since Craig Burley scored against Norway when Braveheart was in the team in France in 1998. Do all five, and we will make the last 16. Yeah, well, it's as big a night as I can remember, Gordon, for Scotland. We've had some big games over the years, over my lifetime, but for the chance to qualify and be at Hamden, I don't think we'll get a better chance against a Croatia side to... OK, are good, but they aren't firing on all cylinders. Yes, it is a blow that Billy Gilmore's out, and we'll probably go into that later on, but we have plenty of good options to fill that position. I can't wait for it to start. Looking forward to it. Um, I'm sure that all the boys are excited. Um, it's going to be a terrific night, Gordon. If you'd have said to me last week at 2 o'clock sitting in here on the Monday that we would go to this situation where at home, especially after a performance against England. Yes, we're missing Gilmore, big blow, we all know that. And we know what we have to do. A victory takes us into the, the next round. So I would have taken that, I'd have bitten your hand off for that. Be interesting team line-up tonight. I'm sure we'll discuss that. Does he move McTominay? Does he just go a straight swap? <coughs> Steve Clark has got a decision to make. We all hope he makes the right one. And I do believe that if the guys go out there and perform the way they did on Friday night, we will have a fantastic night. Colin Hendry, you've played <clears> on these <throat> occasions. How great is it that they've finally come around again when it looked for so long well, like, like it I'm, wouldn't? I'm still picking up my shin pads for Friday night <laughs> when it, in, in, the, in the stadium at Wembley. Um, listen, it's, this is the next step in it. I've never, been to, I've never got to this stage. Um, but I think after last Monday, where the momentum was with us and we lost it a bit, and then we went to Wembley on Friday and that momentum's came back, I think it's like going behind and then equalising, and now we're going for the winner. Um, I really do fancy us tonight as well. 01419511025, phone in as usual. We are on air until 11 o'clock. Hopefully the team does the business and the last hour will be party time. But before that, it's really over to you, as always. 01419511025, you come on here, you tell us how you're feeling. 
Hopefully you're feeling confident. Hopefully you're feeling optimistic. But whatever is going through your head, make sure you share it with us. And remember, just like we've been doing throughout the Euros, every caller and, of course, the Drygate audience members who make it on the show go into the draw to win a retro Scotland top from Greaves Sports. So talk to us. Come on, use us as a... Consider it a form of footballing therapy. If you're feeling as nervous as I am, as anxious, as excited, pick up the phone and let us know what are your plans tonight. If you've got any grand plans, how are you going to be watching it? And uh, who should play? That's always the big debate on match night, particularly who takes the place of Billy Gilmore. 0141-951-1025. Don't hang around. You can tweet as well, though. You'll find us over there at... Clyde SSB a very simple question to kick us off you how good is this? Yeah it's magnificent uh, I said to you on Saturday afternoon when we were in the studio that I'd started to look forward to it then uh, and that feeling has stayed with me I'm glad that Colin Henry said that he fancies Scotland because so do I and I'll tell you why because I think that if you are your age Gordon you have no back <laughs> catalogue to deal with if you're Braveheart's age and my age and Gordon Dale's age then well, well I'll, I'll, I'll take me <laughs> I went to school in 1954 when Scotland <laughs> played for the first time wow. in the, the World Cup so here I am 65 years later whatever it is uh, dealing with this situation you become psychologically scarred by the glorious failures you get fed up with glorious failure I honestly truly feel that tonight we are taking on a Croatian side who were deeply mediocre against England and not much better against the Czech Republic but did get a goal, which we have yet to do. I honestly think that they have been terrific World Cup finalists three years ago but are in decline. Those who have not retired have left behind those who are ageing, even the best player in the team, Modric, is 35 now. I really think that we, taking momentum from the game at Wembley, allowing for the Billy Gilmer situation, putting in another player there, minimising the change, I really think that with home advantage, we have the beating of them. I hope you're right. Before we get to the specifics of who's good for them, who's good for us, just a, a broad view on things market it's almost hard which is not ideal for presenting a radio show it, it's it's kind of hard to sum up just what this means to everyone at this moment mm. in time as we said it's been so long everywhere you go you've got flags hanging out of windows you've got kids at school excited you've got people who are never engaged in the national team all pulling in the one direction it is a feeling that we have not had for a long time we've missed it sorely and it's been brilliant to experience. Yeah, and I think perfect timing as well. Uh, we touched on it the, the other day there. The country has had a terrible year, uh, as has every country in the world. So for something like this to happen to our country at this specific time, it's exceptional. Um, you chatted about there, the kids at school. My kids are the same. I've mentioned it a couple of times. No interest in football, yet this competition and what Scotland have achieved so far in this competition have allowed my boys to, to find a new love for the national team. You know, they will be watching tonight, driving in here, you know, down Deniston, and you see all the soul tyres hanging out the windows. I mean, I can't really remember that. France 98 maybe, but I was much younger, so it's, it's been eradicated by all the disappointments over the years from then till now. 
it's incredible to be a part of it and we're lucky to be sitting here going to watch it with, with an audience obviously alongside us and we'll get a real sense of the atmosphere but it's something special to behold and the players should be incredibly proud at the stage you've got us to because we could have easily have been sitting here tonight a dead rubber, nothing to play for but they've kept it alive. I mean, just to paint the picture for you, so I've gone for the current Scotland top, the one that I assume we will wear at Hamden tonight, certainly the one we wore uh, at Wembley the other night and wore against the Czech Republic. Mark Wilson's gone for a sort of retro 1996 replica version. Colin Hendry's huge gone dress for like, the... Huge dress like the gaffer. Uh, I, was, uh, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was saving him till last. Colin's oh, gone for Argentina 78 yeah, replica. Right, OK, I like that. Hugh, obviously, listen, I don't even know if Hugh Keevans has got forearms because I've never seen them before. He goes suit jacket <laughs> at all times. I've yet to discover if they actually exist. So he's I've, gone, got, I've got an exclusive contract with Martin Sparks. You've got an SFA blazer, right, so I'll leave it to you. Um... I'm particularly interested in Gordon DL's outfit because the, the strip is the sort of Diodora early 2000s era. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got the number on the front, which makes me yeah. suggest you've stolen it from a player because you sure as heck wouldn't have bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, but most importantly of all, you, you've actually got a cap. Now, you didn't earn any. All the manager's fault for overlooking mm-hmm. you all yeah. those years. Colin Hendry's got 51. Mark Wilson's ah. got one. And now you've you've got one of your own. You've actually got a legitimate Scotland cap on your head. Who did you steal that from? I, I can't tell you who I stole it from, but <laughs> it's legit. I'm proud. I'm, I'm very proud to wear it because I was a little bit embarrassed in the last few days. I've been sitting here with the, the likes of the, the Colin Henry's, Caldwell's, Mulgrew, half a Wilson, you know, and me and Hugh have been sitting here with no caps and I decided that I was going to get myself sorted out tonight and I'm proud to wear it. So I'm that proud is, to so, wear it. So that, that's a genuine cap. That's from, genuine. From, because bear in mind, that was one of the biggest games we've played in a long time. It yeah. got us to a tournament. We won in penalties in Serbia and somebody in that squad has given you the cap. The, per- I, I just... the person in question came up to me and said, look, I feel sorry for you because you had, you're taking a bit of a hard time with the Super Scoreboard boys, which I did agree. He says, you're my favourite, favourite pundit. Oh, I, would like to, I would like to hand this cap to you and can you wear it on Tuesday night to bring us luck. Okay, the picture's on Twitter at Clyde SSB if you want to see it. 01419511025. Have, have you ever knowingly told the truth? Never. <laughs> never. And I won't. I won't but but to be that there must be truth somewhere because he is wearing the hat. And I like the way he said, oh, you know, yeah, it's legitimate. Is it? You don't get pretend national team that's, cap. That's, 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 that's the real deal. Thank you very much, Colin. See, I wouldn't know because I didn't receive a cap <laughs> for my cap. <laughs> yeah, so you if anyone at SFA is listening to the show, uh-huh. uh, I'll, I'll give it to you my address at the end. How does, it, how does it work, right. Colin? You've got 51, yeah. physically 51 caps? or Yeah, uh, if you started in, in my day mm-hmm. when I played it, I got one if I started. Right. If not, I got a given a pennant, but I was only substitute once that was against Australia. Oh, he's, he's not even got a pennant. He's not even got a match programme. So you've got the perfect number. You've got the 50 replica, uh, the, the yes, actual cap. 50 oh, caps. Magnificent. <laughs> right, 01419511025 in the phones. Let's bring in Matt, who's calling from Pollock tonight. Matt, how are you feeling? Lads, I phoned in Friday, Nervous Rex, and I gave a speech about freedom. Tonight I'm giving another one. The last year's been terrible for the whole of Scotland, it's time you say the whole of the world. The sun's out, the people are shining, uh, smiling, a couple of share bits. We're dealt cards in life, and it's how you play the cards. And tonight I hope every one of the boys that's on the park tonight play the cards the right way. The way they fall, you deal with it. We will qualify tonight because the nation, to see people smiling again, the way they've done over the last year, sad, and all that we've lost to certain people. But tonight's the night to bring the glow back to Scotland. 
and we will not leave that park without our hearts and our souls telling Croatia, no more for yous. We are going to do it tonight. And we will go through it. And don't worry about it. Let's Play yourself, big man. Keep, keep on, man. man. I know. That's the food. And that's the food I drink. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I can't wait to see the state of art before 5 to 8. I thought I was getting emotionally involved in the occasion. But but seriously, Hugh, I'm not sure you, I'm not sure you can over-exaggerate it. It is a chance to make history. Uh-huh. It is the first in a lifetime for goodness knows how many millions of young Scottish people out there. It's at home. It does come on the back of a really, really difficult 15, 16 months. Everything about this is building up to just be an unbelievable occasion. All that's left is for the players to deliver. I revel in seeing the faces, young and old, that have been made happy by these circumstances. The most important thing is that Steve Clark goes about his business as he undoubtedly will. <coughs> There'll be no chance of freedom in the Scotland dressing room. He's got a big job to do. The Gilmer situation was a body blow. Uh, at a very difficult time but he and I have every confidence he will he will rise above this the players will pick up where they left off at Wembley on Friday night they are capable their ability is not in question their spirit is not in question it's how they arrive on the pitch at 8 o'clock we have yet to score a goal we cannot overlook that fact I'm not even going to bring in fate and the fact that we've only scored four times in the European Championships in our history and it's always been in the third game of the group stage. It's not about fate. It's not about Mel Gibson. It is about people getting out on the park and simply doing what they are best at. Tierney, Robertson, McTominay, McGinn. They form the nucleus of tomorrow. Not looking back at yesteryear. Colin Hendry, where is the perfect balance between, as a player, knowing how big the occasion is and what it means to people, mm-hmm. but not letting that become a burden? I tell you now, I'll guarantee tonight that every player will go out there and give it everything they have. The next level of that is that can they provide the ability as a team, individually and as a team, to bring a, res- uh, a result together? The, you, I don't think you, we're going to be questioning any efforts or anything tonight. What we'll do is maybe after the show is talk about organisation and selection. We can talk a lot, but we're always going to talk about that. But I really do think that if we just get a little bit of rub of the green tonight, um, because the effort's going to be there. There's no doubt the effort's going to be there because these lads are walking into something that obviously, you know, I did back against Morocco thinking we'd beat, beat Morocco, yeah. which we didn't. Um, but tonight, it's, it's, they win the game. They make history. Matt, that. Matt, how confident yeah. are you and, and how much more confident are you as a result of the performance at Wembley on Friday? Well, I, I did a wee fact today. I'm not too sure. I'm sure Scotland, when they've been in the European Championships, have won, always won their last game. I think, I might be wrong, but see, there's, there's, just, there's just something about this, Gordon, and the boys there. There's something about uh, this... There's an aura about, maybe it was just me, but there's an aura that we will be doing it tonight. All right, we've not scored any goals. If it works to, works to plan, we could end up sexing that, that, that's the section that everybody wrote Scotland off after the Czech Republic. I mean, the, the nation's behind them. The boys will know the nation's behind them. And it's got uh, big brave fat says here, 
I don't think they'll leave Ento in that park. A bit of, bit of luck, a goal, one nothing after 10 minutes, two nothing before half time, get the board crew, party time, relax. <laughs> don't be one nothing with two minutes to go and have the nerves. You know, and I had 16 July, I couldn't take this anywhere. Friday night was enough for me. <laughs> Drive in 72. Uh, please drink responsibly if you're planning on getting out before and that's the drink I'm talking about by the way if you're planning on getting out before half time please do uh, take care of yourself I'm not sure I could handle that 1-0 either and uh, hanging on but Mark this is where this is where football this is why we love it it's got that mystique where you you just never really know what's going to pan out because Matt probably speaks on behalf of a lot of people I think we all feel there's something special in the air we all feel that this squad is capable we look at the level that they're playing at there are so many success stories so many role models so many players in there that are probably already heroes to the next generation of young Scottish footballers or fans but it's football and and it's 90 minutes you know what I think that's what's made our squad great and and you know, allow people to have a real affection about it. You know, you look through it, you know, everyone's got their own individual stories. If you start, you know, Stephen O'Donnell right back, he's he's an underdog right away, where he's been in his career, where he is now, how he's managed to hold down a place for his national side. Everybody knows the Andy Robertson story. You, you go through a number of them. You know, even to Lyndon Dykes, who, who's done things the hard way. So... It's not a team full of ready-made superstars. It's a, it's a bunch of lads who have had to quite often travel the hard road to get to where we are just now. And that's why people are rooting for us and believe that this could be the actual turning point. Well, one player who will not be with us tonight, sadly, is Billy Gilmore, as I'm sure you are well aware. He tested positive for COVID. The news came out yesterday uh, early afternoon. He, We wish him well, clearly, that's first and foremost, but he won't be there tonight. Here's what Stevie Clark had to say on that. He's, he's upset as you would expect uh, asymptomatic, no, no symptoms so hopefully he's healthy I'll hold up he won't have too many symptoms uh, and he'll get back to playing as quickly as possible uh, obviously a blow for us in, in terms of the team but a chance for someone else today's training was a little bit disrupted but the bulk of the work's been done over the over the pre-camp over the the training days earlier in the tournament, so we've done the bulk of the work. I think you, yourself or yourself, the, the team know exactly what they're doing when they get to the pitch. Both games, the team's been organised. They, they know what they're doing, they know what they have to do, and that will stand us in good stead for the game tomorrow. Well, the spanner throws into the works. Mm. Billy would have started the game and now he won't, so it's a chance for someone else to come into the team and, and make themselves a national hero. It's a chance for someone else to come into the team and make themselves a national hero. But who? No Billy Gilmore tonight. Who should take his place? 0141-951-1025. Give us your thoughts and we'll go to Hamden to get a flavour of the atmosphere now. Hi, I'm David Marshall on Clyde One. What would it mean to reach the last 16? The action as it happens at Hamden. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Welcome back to Scotland HQ down at Drygate Brewery in the east end of Glasgow as we build up to what hopefully will be an historic night of football for Stevie Clark and his Scotland players. I'm Gordon Duncan, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, Hugh Keevans 
and Colin Hendry joining me tonight. And the guys are waiting for you, though. 01419511025. How are you feeling? How are the nerves? Are you confident, optimistic, fearing the worst? Whatever it is, pick up the phone and share it with us. And we asked you before the break, one massive piece of team selection that we need to discuss no Billy Gilmore. So who plays in his place? Do you move Scott McTominay and bring in another defender? Does Stuart Armstrong come straight back in? Is there a surprise inclusion for David Turnbull or John Flick? You tell us. 0141-951-1025. Let's take it away with Kyle, who's on the line tonight. Kyle, what do you think? I'm just The first thing I want to say, Gordon, is I share your thoughts. I am absolutely bricking it. Absolutely <laughs> bricking it. That makes two of us. Um, it's the first time... It's the first time in my lifetime, I'm 24. The 98 come too soon. Obviously, I was too young. But it's the first time I've seen Scotland at a major tournament, and I've probably never felt a feeling like this. I'm not going to lie. They're the only country in the world that could take you for the blows of last Monday. To thinking we're going to finish bottom, no goals, no points. To thinking on Friday morning we could beat England at Wembley, where the performance that we give on Friday, we've now given ourselves an even bigger hope that we can go to the last 16. And I never had any fingernails left after Friday night, but I might not have any fingers left after the night. <laughs> Kyle, if you're looking for someone to calm you down, I am not that man, quite clearly. Um, Hugh Evans might be able to do it. Tell Kyle it's all going to be all right. I'll tell you what, Kyle. You should have more respect for McTominay, McGinn, Tierney, Robertson and the manager because the manager has kept his nerve after the game against the Czech Republic he came in for all manner of criticism kept his nerve picked the right team got in about England and the country was transformed overnight so I think in Stevie Clark we trust and in those players we trust and it's about putting the big boy trousers on Kyle you need to go out there and uh, be a man about it. I like, see, he's just got a very simple way of viewing things. I like Hugh's assessment that if you're nervous about the game, it's because you don't trust Stevie Clark. I think there's a big gap in the middle somewhere. I think both can, can coexist, Mark Wilson, because I wonder if there's been a little bit of a temptation, because this is what we do, as Kyle says, we went from, oh, we'll win our opening game, then we were horrendous. Uh, oh, but don't worry, we've picked ourselves back up, we'll beat England. Are we in danger of underestimating Croatia a little bit? Listen, it is a danger. Croatia, like we've seen them in the last couple of games and they've not been as impressive as we thought they would be. You know, 14th in the world, so a good 30 places above us. World Cup finalists all but three years ago. Modric, OK, he's getting older, but he won the Ballon d'Or in 2018 as well. You look through their team, Perisic, Rebic, you know... Recently scored a hat trick for Milan against Torino. Um, good players littered all over their team. Um, so we have to be wary. It, 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 listen, there's no doubt Croatia will come and they'll have plenty of possession. They will create chances, but it's how we deal with those mm. you know, if, parts if, in the if, game and how we get out of them. If your every judgment was based on FIFA World Rankings, we would have no chance against England. We were very, very unfortunate, and they're higher up the world rankings than Croatia. The only thing I'd say to that, Hugh, then, is if your judgment's based on how the teams are playing the tournament so far, you look back to Portugal, and they won it, and they started the first three games that were terrible, and they won the tournament. Croatia, I'm, I'm with Mark here. I believe that Steve Clark will be the calmest man in the world because he's got one decision tonight. Gilmore's out, his team was already picked, so... 
After that, it's then up to the players. It's their responsibility to go and get us oh, that result. Right, that's the one decision, Kyle. No Billy Gilmore. Who takes his place or are you shuffling things about? I would put McTominay into midfield. Um, McTominay into midfield and I would probably bring in Jack Hendry. Um, Jack Hendry against the Dutch in the, the warm-up games, I thought he was really decent. And McTominay, obviously, the way he's been playing for Man United in the midfield, I, I just think that just makes more sense as opposed to bringing in another midfielder. I think McTominay handles the ball well. He might not have the technical ability that Billy Gilmore's got, but he still looks for the ball, he still wants on the ball, and he's got a good engine, so I would put him into midfield and bring Jack Hendry into the back okay. three. I see the, I see the thought process there, Colin Hendry. How do we how do we fix it? What do we do to, to fill the hole left by Billy Gilmore, who was excellent? At Wembley. Well, you guys obviously wound, you lined me up greatly on Friday night um, about Friday night about McTominay playing at the back. And as soon as I said, "Are you still having him?" and I said, "No," you, oh, the biggest roar for you, lot, yeah. So you'd line me up. Um, I would put McTominay back in there. Oh, do you bring in? Do you bring Hendry in, who's recently played? T- See, this is the thing now. We're on to ten, fourteen days where players haven't played. They've been training, mm-hmm. but they've not played. Henry played against Czech Republic. Czech Rep- and so he's the most recent of the last week. Do you look at McKenna? Do you look at Gallagher? Bring him in alongside Hanley, put McTominay in there. Hmm. Do you put Armstrong instead, leave McTominay where it is? The thought we you had your old manager, we had Craig Brown in last what did night. He say? And his take was you disrupt as few things as possible. That's correct, yeah. So if you can go. Billy, so it's one change, so it's it's one change yeah, so not two changes within exactly. one player. So if you can go Stuart Armstrong straight in for Billy Gilmore, one change. Yep. If you bring in Jack Hendry and move Scott McTominay, that essentially becomes two alterations. Mm-hmm. Right, so we've got Kyle on the line who wants to see McTominay moved into midfield, Jack Hendry brought in. Gordon? No, McTominay all day in the back. And I do, I, I, I hear the arguments about how good McTominay is as a midfield player. Totally get that because that is his position. He's been brilliant, a man new. But I get back to we have to win this game tonight, and I think it's going to be important to keep that clean sheet. We played with that back five and goalkeeper against England mm-hmm. when really only Scottish fans and Steve Clark, the players, fancy does to get something. And we were brilliant. Harry Kane gets substituted. So we've got to keep ourselves in the game. I think you look at Gilmer coming off at of, uh, Wembley the other night there. Armstrong comes on. I thought Armstrong looked really good. I think he looked sharp. He was involved in it. So me personally, and I know there's arguments for all, all sides here, Gordon, I would keep the same team and I'd make that one change. Mark Wilson, you're nodding. It's not often you to agree with each other. Is it about getting as close to Friday night as you can. Is that the aim? I listened to the show last night with Craig Brown. I I totally agree. I agree with Daz. But I also think McTominay brings more to to that position than just his his defensive ability and and the clean sheets. I think the way that we played in terms of keeping the ball, I think it's so important that you've got a guy on the right-hand side of that back three and a guy on the left-hand side in Kieran Tierney who can start play and, and put it into your midfield and trust him. I think we saw that at Wembley. And my shoe would be, I, I really like Jack Henry. You put Jack Henry in, he's not as comfortable on the ball. The phrase that Craig Brown used last night, I was listening and I remember it. He said, don't overthink it. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a singular problem. It deserves to be met with a singular solution rather than mm-hmm. put him there, take him out of there, put him there. Mm-hmm. Multiple choice isn't in it here. I, I think Armstrong should just pick up the left off at Wembley. To be fair to Kyle and others, I think that that's... Whilst it's not as streamlined a decision, you know, McTominay 
up one and then a defender, and that's not huge upheaval. I can I can get the point. It's maybe not quite as simple as Craig Brown wanted or as some of you guys wanted. Kyle, how, how big a loss is Billy Gilmore, or are you are you comfortable enough that we've got other guys that can step up to the plate? We've got we've got good players. We've got obviously Premier League midfielders, um, but I, I think it's a huge loss. I'm not going to lie. I think it's a huge loss. I wanted him to play against the Czech Republic. Um, I wanted him to come in for Wembley. And if Billy Gilmore's fit going forward for Scotland, Billy Gilmore should play every game for me. He's the best. Technically, probably the best since Barry Ferguson, maybe. That's the one I would say. Technically the best Scottish midfielder since Barry Ferguson. Stevie Clark was very clear. He was going to play the game. So that that tells you straight away that it's a blow. We'll leave it up to the listeners to decide how... What about the makeup of that midfield, and, and is that important? Because Hugh and and you guys are all and Craig Brown last night talking about just bring one in, just just bring Stuart Armstrong in. As good as Stuart Armstrong is, he's not Billy Gilmore. He's not a holding midfield player. And everybody on Saturday phoned the show and said McGregor and Gilmore were fantastic. It was much better than Monday because on Monday we had kind of one holding midfielder and, and two in front of them. I think the other night yeah. we had we had the two. We had McGregor and Gilmore sitting, which allowed John McGinn to go and press a little bit more. Can Stuart Armstrong come and do that specific job? Or, or does the, the, the set-up of your midfield I, then change? I wonder if that is what will change tonight. The, you know, we obviously have to win the game. Whether he sits with just the one, so we go a one or two in front with, with Armstrong and McGinn, a wee bit more advanced rather than the, the two. Uh, sitting deep in the one advance I think that may be the option because but it's I not, think but when it's you not bring like, it's not like we were reserved at Wembley though is it you know people keep saying this as if all we did that would suggest all we did was just kind of sit back and hope for the no best. no I'm not suggesting that at all I, I think uh, that worked that worked fine in, in getting bodies forward it's a different game now I mean although we were good at Wembley I don't think we went there um, all guns blazing to, to go out and win the game you know, we, kept, we kept good possession, kept didn't good we? Possession. And that was a big thing on Friday night. It was a big part of the game yeah. the game plan going there, England at Wembley. Keep possession when you get the chance to keep possession. Yeah, the, the, the difference is, though, tonight yeah. we need to win. That's yeah, a, yeah, it's, it's, not a different, yeah, it's a different, it's a different game. It's a different yeah. objective. What I think people get carried away with, we went, we went to Wembley and quite rightly sat with two midfield players. You look at last Monday when we sat with McTominay, for instance, we created chances. We never got undone because we didn't have two midfield players in there. Sure. We created a lot of chances. We got yeah, undone with a set play and a fantastic chip mm. goal. So I think at home tonight, yeah, it's a massive blow with Gilmore. I just don't think you upset, you know, start to take McTominay out. We need a clean sheet to build on to say we're still in there. Even if it gets to 70 minutes or whatever, a goal takes us through. What do you think, 01419511025? Thank you to Kyle. He goes into the draw for the Retro Scotland top thanks to Grieve Sports now if you think it's getting a bit nervous out in the streets of Glasgow you think it's getting a bit tense in here at Scotland HQ I can only imagine what things are like at the National Stadium let's go and speak to our senior sports reporter Alison Conroy and find out how it's going over there my nerves are in tatters as well already and it's only 25 to 7. The fans slowly taking their seats inside the National Stadium for this one. There was applause when the Scotland players came out onto the pitch a short time ago. A little look around and they're 
back inside the dressing room as we wait to find out that team news for tonight's big game. 12,500 will be inside here tonight, of course, again for Scotland against Croatia. I've been out and about before the game, as has a reporter, Andrew McLean, and he caught up with um, Stephen O'Donnell's brother, John O'Donnell, earlier. I think watching the tournament um, as a family member, it, it just adds a, an extra bit of spice. Um, it's been so long since Scotland have been part of this um, t- t- to then, you know, after 23 years, have your brother involved. Uh, as I say, it's, it's really exciting, but it, but it certainly does nothing uh, for the nerves. Um, you know, the, the build-up to, to, to Wembley, um, you know, you, you, you're constantly anxious. Will he play? Will he not? If he does play, how's he going to play? What's the outcome? What's Stephen's impact on the game going to have been? So, yeah, you know, it, it, it certainly it certainly makes it um, much more interesting for than than just like an average fan, and and, and we all know uh, for the average fan how important this is. So it's just a it's a it's a kind of amplified version of that. Um, you know, certainly from a, my parents' perspective, they've they've watched Stephen um, from his infancy. Um, you know, for them to be part of the crowd at Wembley, to be part of the crowd at every match, actually, you know, I I, I know it's it's a highs and lows moment. My mum spent most of a Friday evening in tears, um, couldn't bear 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 watching it. So so yeah, there's there's certainly a lot of um, emotion involved, but 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 you know, immense pride is is the overwhelming emotion. I think um, you know, win, lose or draw, to have have Stephen represent his country um, in in such a major event is, is fantastic. Stephen O'Donnell's brother they are talking you know we're talking about the impact it's having on us and his fans and, and players but you know just the, the, the feeling of families here even so well, they're, they're uh, right there watching their, their loved ones go out and do this and that's an incredible <laughs> insight that John O'Donnell offers us there of uh, a mother in tears because mothers and fathers read the newspapers listen to the radio watch the telly understand that, that their boy is getting criticised from all quarters and to then watch him not only play as well as he did against England, but to give that highly emotive interview immediately after the game, where he gets the chance to express his emotions, his gratitude to Steve Clark for having his back. Uh, so that's an insight into what families go through, and a very important one. Alison, you'll be sensing the build-up well underway there at the National Stadium. You're hearing from players' families, and there must be loads of fans out and about in the city today who just can't wait for tonight. Yeah, there's so many fans out and about. They're in such great spirits. Even the volunteers here for this um, the, the tournament, they're in great spirits they've got the loudspeakers and they're getting the, the singing going outside as well and I was speaking to a few fans before I came in and one of them was little Niall who's come down from Dundee with his dad Richard, now he's watched one game before and that was on the television and that was the England game on Friday night and tonight he's here for his first ever Scotland game How excited are you today? Very excited how does it feel for you to bring him to his first Scotland game at Hamden when it means so much? Oh, it's great. I just wanted them to kind of experience sort of like an atmosphere with, with Scotland. It's, it's a shame that there's less fans, like, but uh, no, I think you'll enjoy it. And how confident are you that Scotland are going to win? Um, very. What do you think? I think they'll win. Yeah? I think it'll be 2-1. Two, 2-1 two, to Scotland? That's what we're hoping. <laughs> and do you think you're the, the wee lucky charm? I think you are. Yeah. Tell me about your day so far. It's been a brilliant day. I've went to the pub. I've been 
I've been mostly driving in the car getting snacks. I've been basically in a whole lot of garbage today. I've had nothing healthy. <laughs> he's living his best life, hasn't he? He is, yeah. He's got a day off school, so he's loving that. And for you, I mean, you'll remember France 98. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was and a teenager I... when that was on, so that's quite a long time ago now. Yeah. And I really miss my friend, Luke. See you at school today? Yeah. Are you looking forward to going back to school tomorrow and you've got your school trip tomorrow and you can tell them all about it? Yeah. How lucky do you feel right now? Very, very lucky. Absolutely love young Niall there. He's been to the pub. He's the, 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 that's the life of a Scotland fan kicking off. He's been to the pub nice and early and he's not had anything healthy today. He's had a load of junk because uh, why not? Scotland are playing at the Euros. I remember you and I going to interview Stevie Clark at Hamden yeah. and he described the night he was taken, 1973, George Orton scores the goal, the header that takes us to the World Cup in West Germany, uh, first time since 1958. And he's schoolboy in Salkoats, and his dad wouldn't let him avoid school the following day because he was very big on education. So Stevie was sent to school. You'll be at school. And uh, that was his memory of the night, which it all started from there, really. The modern day Scotland started from that night. George Jordan, header against Czechoslovakia. We're now looking for something similar this night. This is what it means to people. We've got Stephen O'Donnell's brother telling you that their mum was in tears on Friday night. We've got young Niall who went to his first visit to the pub, such as the size of this occasion. It is all happening. 01419511025. We're going to speak to Tam and Clyde Bank and we'll give you Scotland's starting 11 next. Hi, I'm David Marshall from Clyde One. What would it mean to reach the last 16? It happens at Hamden. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Colin Hendry, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here at Scotland HQ down at Drygate Brewery waiting to hear from you. Tell us how you're feeling ahead of the game. How are the nerves? Hugh Evans is very calm, which makes me uneasy. It's not often that he is he's positive about anything and uh, he's trying to calm us all down. So that's very strange indeed. Let's go back to Hamden because we do have breaking news. We have a Scotland starting 11 for you. Let's get it from Alison. Yep, the team news is out and it is just one change from that match at Wembley on Friday night. It's Stuart Armstrong that comes in for Billy Gilmore. So it will be David Marshall in goal, back three, Scott McTominay, Grant Hanley and Kieran Tierney. That was Stephen O'Donnell and Andy Robson, your wing-backs. Then it'll be Callum McGregor and Stuart Armstrong with John McGinn just in front and the front two of Lyndon Dykes and Shea Adams. OK, there we go. As many of you predicted it's just that one change Stuart Armstrong comes in replaces Billy Gilmore who's unavailable happy with that Hugh Keevans? yeah definitely don't overthink it as Craig Brown said we had one problem we've given it one solution uh, Armstrong fine player good season for Southampton uh, and I like the team Colin Hendry happy with that yeah I mean you're going to just go with what we've really known I mean um it's just a shame that for Billy Gilmore and everyone else yep. that we can't see him again, especially at home here in Scotland. Um, but it's the, the most logical thing to do, I think, is bring him in. I mean, the rest of the, the rest of the the ten they, they deserve picks themselves, to picks play themselves, tonight. Yeah, picks themselves. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I don't think there's any surprises for me in that. I mean, Armstrong, when he came on the other night at Wembley, looked 
powerful. Uh, you know, he, he, took, he, he can carry the ball for us. He can run in beyond the strikers when needs be. Uh, McGregor and McGinn were always a stick on in there. And I, I think, listen, it's the right decision not to upset that back three because I thought they were terrific defensively the other night. But like I said earlier in the show, them in possession, starting play, getting the ball into McGinn, getting the ball to Adonis and Robertson are what starts us off going forward. Yeah, I think it's a, the, the right decision for me, Gordon. Um, I think we've got another attacking player on the pitch, but at home, we need to win, we need to score a goal. If you look at Armstrong, he came in for a bit of criticism um, on Monday, and it was in the second half when they made the change and went with Dykes and Adams up front, allowed them more space in the pitch, and he started to come on to the game, yeah. and he got substituted. He came on on Friday, yeah. and he looked good. He will cause problems. I know that everybody keeps about Gilmore, but this guy, this guy plays in English Premier League every single week. We're not replacing Gilmore. We're an obvious here. We're placing him with a real top player. I think it's the right decision. Right, Hugh Evans is positive, and everybody's happy with the team selection. These are strange, strange times Listen, indeed. We'll start off with Stuart Armstrong. We'll end with Louis Armstrong. <laughs> I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Tam is in Clyde Bank. Tom, how are you feeling after hearing that team? Well, as the usual suspects, I, I probably guessed that that would be the line-up myself. I heard in the news there, Armstrong was in for Gilmer. Uh, about 10 minutes ago there, maybe digital, CDB digital things that people, they beat on their forehead to take their temperature for COVID. Well, I just took mine there and I'm, I'm up 15 degrees. I'm perfectly healthy, right? Perfectly healthy. I'm just overheating with excitement. Can't stop rattling, right? But I think this is this is the time, right? It, it, it's like walking into a casino. You can't keep rolling sixes all the time. You're going to lose. Now, we've been, since I was a boy, 1974, to this very day, we're waiting and qualifying for it. You get in the next, and get out of group. And I think this is your night. This is it. We, it's your turn. It's your turn to be romantic. It's your turn to have the romantic nation in football. Wales had it getting into the semi-finals. England have been to a couple of semi-finals, even away back. Northern Ireland did a wee run in the World Cup with Jerry Armstrong and all that, and Martin O'Neill, and they had their romance. And this is your turn to have a romance tonight. This is us. I hope you're right, Sam. I hope you're right, Hugh. This is... Fascinating this You The mood that you're in The mood the callers are in Whatever happens In this 90 minutes That we're going to witness At Hamden Stevie Clark And those Scotland players With one game to go Have the nation believing Oh yeah That's where we're at I mean the nation Has come to a halt um, No one's interested In anything else Other than How does Scotland Go on tonight And Tam's right You know We've had our Occasional moments In the sunshine But we've never actually got into the knockout stages which would be a, a major milestone for us and I think we have the nucleus of a real future within this squad and we have the right man managing them to take them forward we need to make that important step that one important step over a line from group stage to knockout stage and I just happen to think along with Tam along with Colin Hendry and many others I just happen to think for no other reason than we are good enough to do it, we will do it. Colin Hendry, how important is it that every single one of those players, although it was a draw the other night, and mm -hmm. everyone, your friends down south will be saying, look at you, Daft, he's celebrating a draw like yep. you've won the World Cup. But all of those players go into tonight feeling good about themselves. How important is that? Playing beyond yourself is, 
it's it's a great feeling. You know, I mean, um, I think when you're successful, generally you've always got a, a nucleus of players that play beyond themselves. Maybe very good players to start with, but if they can play uh, beyond themselves for that for this one game, I'd, I'll be honest with you. I don't think it really takes. It'll take that tonight. I think we're more than capable of winning the game because of the ability that we have. And I don't think it'll be up for, out for question, up for question that what the, the players provide us. I just think it'll be a little bit of luck and and <laughs> even a scabby goal. Eh? Let's get a scabby goal. That's a great Well, I'm back in Scotland. That's why I'm using it. But 83rd, 83rd minute or 89th minute, even just ah, that'll do me. Absolutely. One nil. Well, funnily enough, right, we tweeted the team, and if you want to see it, you can go there on Twitter. I'll quickly run through it in case you've forgotten Marshall and goal back three McTominay, Hanley, Tierney the wing backs O'Donnell and Robertson a midfield three of McGregor, McGinn and Armstrong and it's Adams and Dykes up front Liam Murphy replied to that on Twitter right now it's there it's written that to me is a legally binding contract <laughs> he says I will get a Hugh Keevans tattoo if <laughs> Lyndon Dykes scores oh. well he's taken, a, he's taken a bit of a risk because uh, poor old uh, Crocodile Dundee has gone through the last 10 games for Scotland and not scored a goal so maybe again as I say fate will have nothing to do with this fate won't get you into the last 16 but a goal might and this could be after 10 barren games this could be the night for Lyndon Dykes but we've got it I mean it's mm. written down I've just <laughs> exposed them to the nation so if did he specify where he was <laughs> going to get it he did not so if Lyndon Dykes scores Liam is getting a Hugh Keevans tattoo are we happy with that yes we get yes. that written down producer yes. Callum don't forget that uh, you're not getting off lightly though because oh, there's he's been getting a, a Liam tattoo <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, you're getting a co- you're getting Colin Hendry's face tattooed on your your right peck if we score and I'm like um, right so <laughs> enough about Hugh Keevans right peck there's been a bit of speculation about you on Twitter because we've all got the Scotland tops on as always you've got the blazer you've gone formal wear yes yes our colleague Roger Hanna and others are speculating about whether you do indeed have arms because we've never seen them uh-huh. so the deal on your part goes if we win tonight will you wear a Scotland top in the next round that's not too much to ask is it without question I will great good stuff right looking forward to that uh, 0141951 <laughs> what do you think of that team has Stevie Clark picked the right team how are you feeling? Pick up the phone and let us know. Hi, I'm David Marshall from Clyde One. What would it mean to reach the last 16? The action as it happens at Hamden. This is the beginning of it, it's the This is Clyde One's Super Scoreboard. Less than one hour to kick off at Hamden, Croatia up against Scotland for the chance to progress out of this group and into the last 16 at Euro 2020. The job is very simple. If Croatia win, they go through. If Scotland win, we go through. The draw doesn't suit anyone. We know this. The permutations were all ironed out last night. I'm sure you were all hanging on, hoping for Belgium to win or Denmark to win. They both did. It makes our job simple. Four points will be enough. Now the hard bit, win the game, beat Croatia. Hugh Keevans, Colin Hendry, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. We're going to take your calls, 01419511025. We were about to speak to Duncan, uh, but he disappeared, so let's try and get Duncan back. Duncan, if you're listening, pick up the phone and let us know. The guys are kind of urging me to just keep on talking because they've been given their... Their, their, their food their, their pre-match meal and uh, Hugh Keevans always straight out chips he's a chips man doesn't vary doesn't go any any more adventurous just looking at the, two, the, the pizzas the boys over there haven't I mean that's a first half pizza that did you not go for anything are you oh, I never ate athlete I never ate before a game 
Weird, weird. <laughs> seriously? Really, seriously weird. Yeah, All day? Never, evening game, I would have a bit of tea and toast at lunchtime. Is that it? Yeah. So what about, could yeah. you hear the Metabolism was such... Wow. Yep. Could you hear all that, get the pasta, the chicken, all the usual, you weren't not interested? Night, night before. Wow. Days leading up to it, but never on the day of a game, hardly, no. Mm. Did you like to play hungry, as they said? Yes. That was yeah. it. Yeah, that a lot of people, lot of people said that, you, yep. know, that, you know, play hungry. What did you do at time up <laughs> Just fluids afterwards. Yeah? Yeah, loads of water. Loads of water, and it would take me a good couple of hours to really even think about having any food, uh-huh. Hugh. But, um, and then, of course, adrenaline rush tonight. I mean, goodness, these lads will not go to bed till 2, 3, 4 in the morning. For the right reasons, I hope. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, for the wrong reasons. Uh, right, I think we've got Duncan back on 0141-951-1025. Duncan, how are you feeling tonight? Less than an hour to go. I'm feeling brilliant. I've just finished work. Managed to catch my train. I'm now in the car. And I've got a 55 minute journey, so I should make it. Ooh, touch and go. Nah, you'll make it. I think you'll be fine. Just drive, drive safely. Are you confident? Do you think we can do it? I'm confident, but I was saying earlier on that we need to lose this tag of the glorious defeat. I just, I've been watching World Cups in '74, and I just need to find out what we're like when it comes to a knockout stage. I'm sure we can do. Wonders with a knockout stage. Yeah, I mean, I hope Duncan's right. And that, Hugh, I guess, is what's on one hand good about tonight. We don't know about the 90 minutes yet. We don't know if referees will intervene or if goal line technology will have it or whatever it may be. But at least we know win the game and you go through, don't and you're not. Because yeah. the la- as Duncan mentioned, it's kind of glorious. The last thing we needed was it hanging over us to win the game. Is that going to be enough? Oh, we've got four points, but we've lost out because another team got fewer bookings or something oh. in a different group. It's there. The football match is there for you. Go and win it and go through. In effect, it's the dress rehearsal for the knockout stage. Because it's quite simple. Yep. If we win, we're through. If Croatia win, they're through. And we're out. So, for me, this is the equivalent of a knockout match. Uh, and the players have been through all of this at club level, European level. Uh, they know exactly the circumstances in which they find themselves. So, this is the knockout before the knockout. Colin, in your experience, could that lead to a nervousness, a, a cagey game? Because although people said, people phoned in and thought that they could see hints of nerves against the Czech Republic but even then you knew you had the chance to recover you can go to Wembley and maybe bounce back you mm-hmm. had tonight as Hugh says it's a group game but but it's a knockout game do you think that will impact the, the mood the nerves around the occasion well, beat Serbia didn't we yeah. went and done them on a, on a one off yeah. night so it's a one off game because if we win the game we need to win the game that's the thing a draw's not any good so if we win the game we're, in, we're making history 12,000 in at Hamden they won't all be Scotland fans but a lot of them will be Stevie Clark was urging them to back the team from the first minute to the 95th can that help Mark Wilson at, dare I ask can it make it more nerve wracking I mean it, it seems if you take the two games and I know a lot more can get into a football match Monday you might say that it did look like the occasion maybe had played a part whereas Friday we were underdogs we can go to Wembley bit of freedom and that worked in our favour. Yeah, again, I think tonight will be a different atmosphere than last Monday. You know, there was an expectation about Monday, our first game in a, in a tournament for 20-odd years. The fans were nervous, the players were nervous. I think going away to Wembley, one of the toughest places to go in international football and performing the way we did on Friday, will create a different atmosphere about the place tonight. You know, I, I think the Scotland fans who are lucky enough to be inside Hamden, I think 
we'll give them their full back. And when I say that, we all know they'll give them their full back, but there won't be any murmurs when there's a pass backwards or a misplace pass or the ball rolling under somebody's foot. I think everybody realises the importance of this game tonight and, and encouraging the team in the right way because yeah. it is important yeah. tonight that we don't throw this away in the early stages and allow Croatia to get ahead of steam up. We don't need to win the game in the first 10-15 minutes. It might be a long slog, so it's important those fans stay with the players. Kovacic, Brozovic, mm. Modric, that's Croatia's midfield three. Perisic is one of the attackers, Gordon, who just flashed up on the TV. It is, it is a big ask. I'm, I'm glad that Hugh's here to tell us why we are good and, and why we've got the chance. But it's interesting, we'll talk about expectations. We were the underdog at Wembley and it suited us all of a sudden. There is an expectation on us to go and beat a team ranked miles above us in the... In the yeah, but you've got, to, ta- you've got to take into consideration as well, Gordon. It's, it's important to Croatia. They need a victory tonight, which I like. I like that situation because I don't know when it'll happen. At one point of this game, if it's sitting nil-nil, then this game will open right up. Mm-hmm. And I think that could suit Scotland to get, create the chance, especially with the, the energy and the width that we've got down the, the, the wing-backs, especially with McGinn Armstrong getting forward, with Tomney hopefully, hopefully controlling that. And then these two guys up front... And let's not be kidding because it's now documented that we've not scored a goal. As a striker, you don't care. You want that goal. Mm. Somebody could make themselves a hero tonight. Duncan, are you happy with the team? It's Stuart Armstrong replacing Billy Gilmore. Are you, are you taking that? Yeah, I was, I was saying earlier, the producer, it's a no-win situation for whoever was going to replace Gilmore. They're always going to be, uh, but Gilmore should have been there. I hope the guy has an absolutely outstanding game. The pressure's on him. I hope he stands up takes it and proves everybody what a good player he is Who do you think could be key tonight Duncan if you were to pick maybe one or two because I know you can run through them all and we've got good players but who in particular one or two that you're sort of pinning your hopes on and hoping they can step up I'm pinning my hopes on one of your strikers in my opinion this is probably controversial I don't think we have an out and out striker in in the true sense I'm just hoping that one of these shots that I've had plenty of I just hope one of them hits the back of the net I don't care how he goes in It can go in off somebody's backside I don't care just get it in the back of the net because he you can't you know yourself you can't run a game if you don't score a goal Yeah I think we would take that Colin depends your mindset depends what type of character you are the fatalists would say we've not scored yet we've not scored yet and we're going to need to score that mm-hmm. worries me the optimists would say, yeah, but we've created. You know, it's a, it's a whole lot more worrying if you've not seen signs. At least we're getting into those areas. Yeah, there's a goal in the team. There is a goal in the team. It's just a matter of, because we've not scored in the first two games. I think that's that's a worrying thing. Um, we don't have, Duncan said, we don't have a prolific goal scorer. Mm-hmm. I think that's, but we've, and we've never really had, I mean, you, goodness me, we can go back to yeah. when you were watching Scotland, you know, because we had Coisty in the time I played, um, but he had a hamstring or something he was never going to last 90 minutes um, but with a a Lyndon Dykes type player in Gordon Jury I mean I'm not being unfair to Gordon because Gordon was a level above for me that's only my opinion because he was playing in the Premiership week in week out and doing a good job for, for Tottenham and, and then of course going to Rangers but um, yeah that's the goals it's, is it going to be the big asking big question that needs to be answered tonight the, first, the, only, the only great point that Craig Brown made last night was to talk about John McGinn's ratio yeah. of goals to games 
Now it's almost one in every three games, yeah. which as Craig rightly pointed out is of Kenny Dalglish proportions. 102 international appearances, 30 goals. I've had the feeling all day that John McGinn might score, and I, I hope I'm right. I hope you're right as well. I suppose the, the good thing is, whilst we, we don't have those prolific strikers, as Hugh and Craig Brown and various others have pointed out, John McGinn scored some important goals for Scotland recently. Andy Robertson's got a couple. He showed he wasn't necessarily prolific in the in the first game. Yeah. Adams has got two already. Dykes has scored for Scotland. It's not like Ollie McBurney where there's that thing hanging over him. When's he going to get his first Scotland goal? Dykes has some. Um... Callum McGregor has scored goals for, for Celtic, although you think of him as a deep-lying midfield player, he's scored. We know what Hanley and McTominay can offer from set-pieces. You like to think there is, a, there is a goal threat in there. Well, there is, and you look at the bench, you've got Christie as well, Forrest, who's obviously scored a, a couple for Scotland. Look, we've not got a, a prolific striker that we've hung our hat on for years, but, uh, you know, goals can come from anywhere on this Scotland side. McGinn's are most likely... Hope, I think he was right, 10 goals and 33 appearances is a great return for a midfielder. You just hope tonight that the chances that we created against Czech Republic and Felty Dykes and, and the chances that Felty Adams at Wembley, one of them can just be a wee bit more assured and putting away or one of those deflected or, or blocks just spins in and past the goalkeeper. We hope tonight's if, the night. If you're one of the players and you're sitting in the dressing room, the good thing about it, the positive thing about it tonight is you're thinking... See, one of the chances do fall to me. I'm going to stick it in the back of the net. But you'd rather be in that situation than thinking, do you know, we've played two international games and we'll not create a chance. Yeah. But yeah. I think you're right, Gordon. It, it, it'll not just be one player tonight because we've got goals all over the pitch. Mm -hmm. All over the pitch. And what may be important tonight to get us through is a set play. Set plays are so important mm -hmm. in football nowadays. And you've got the likes of the Hanleys there that can come up and attack the ball. You've got McTominay's very good near. You've got Dykes that's good near. So we've got goals from midfield. Armstrong, who can, you know, go beyond the strikers and get his goals as well. As long as one of them. But if I was, I was a striker, and I always thought to myself after a match, right, okay, I should have probably done a bit better there. Could have probably been more composed. But the good positive thing is you're thinking if I get the same chances in next game, mm. I'm backing myself to put the ball I think, in. I think, it. I think Gordon, as well as is that if we weren't creating chances, then that would be a massive worry. Correct. That's what that's, I'm saying. That's, yeah. that, that would have been the real yeah. worry for anyone that follows Scotland, watches Scotland, supports Scotland. But we have scored, we have created chances, even at Wembley yeah. on Friday night. We, we had a, a decent, decent amount yeah. for being the wayside. We did. Duncan, what type of game are, are you expecting? Because we know we need to win it. But I think it was Mark Wilson a second or two ago that said, well, you know, you've got 90 minutes to do that. Are you still expecting us to feel our way into the game or are you expecting us to go straight on the front foot? I would like to see them hitting them fast and hard. Put them on the back foot right away. Hit them hard. And let's see where it falls after that. I mean, I live in Ireland. They're still talking about qualifying to the knockouts in Italia 90. 31 years ago and they still talk about it, their programmes are about once a month it just lifts a whole nation if you can get into that position where you've got 90 minute games just to do something you've never done I just hope we hit them hard and fast I hope you're right thank you very much Duncan, enjoy the game hopefully you make it home in time 01419511 
1025. We are on Twitter as well, at Clyde SSB. Now, the beauty of us being down here at Scotland HQ at Drygate means not only are we taking your phone calls, we can speak to the lovely folks in the, the audience, if you would call it that, or the guys who are here to enjoy the game tonight. So a few of them have got their, their questions in. We've got Jaffa, who's standing in front of us. Jaffa, how's it going? All right. Are you excited? What are you thinking tonight? 2-1 Scotland. What makes you so confident? This, potentially, I think is the best squad we've had in a long, long time. Who in particular? We've seen the team tonight. Sure, Armstrong comes in for Billy Gilmore. Who are the main guys that are getting you excited? Stephen O'Donnell, he's my little captain after all. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> what do you make of him seriously then? So you'll have seen it from the, the if you're a Motherwell fan, a lot of criticism after the first game, bounced back. What have you made of him? I thought he was ex- I thought he was excellent on Friday. Put a poor game, but the some of the criticism we got after the game last Monday was totally unjustified. Just because he plays with a, a bottom sixteen doesn't mean to say he doesn't deserve his place and he proved that to everybody on Friday with the performance he put in we're talking the guys are saying everybody seems to be confident everybody in the phones you're saying 2-1 Croatia still a good side any kind of nerves about that they're a good side but they're an ageing side the tournament that came last year true they'd have been still on a, a high for their 2018 World Cup performance still guys in their prime but there's guys in here now a year older and we've actually got younger guys who are now a year more experienced. Mm. So we've got that on our side. You know, but at the end of the day, it's 11 against 11. We proved yeah. that on Friday against a team potentially worth a billion pounds. Yeah. That, and we've got a team worth maybe 100 million. I think that's a great point, Hugh, because Friday it was so easy in the morning to think, oh, Harry Kane, Stephen O'Donnell, uh-huh. you know, look at the difference. Or, you know, Mason Mounts just won the Champions League and Sancho won't even get a game in Rashford. And there was a moment, maybe 10 minutes before the game, and that, that was the sort of thought that popped into my head. Do you know what? It's just 11 players against 11 players, and, and sometimes we overlook that. And the way they went about the job transformed the country, because by Saturday morning, the country believed again. The country dropped its head on the Monday night after the Czech Republic result. The country believed again, and that feeling has persisted since Friday night in London. They're not playing tonight to rid Jaffa or anyone else of memories of the past. Gone. 74 to 98. Gone. What we are playing for is the future. And we have the nucleus of the future within this team and within the squad because there are others still to come back like Ryan Jack and Kenny McLean. We have a future. Tonight we have to cross over a line that has never been crossed before. And then we can say, this is our defining moment. Let's go and attack the future. You agree with that? Absolutely. 100%. I think what will achieve- what, what happen tonight will happen. And if we make history, we're qualifying for the knockout stages. Superb. But I, I just believe we have what, the potential now to go back to when I was a young boy. Nine, nine, Euro 96, 98 seeing us qualifying for tournament after tournament I just think that squad and the, as you said the, the guys that are not in the squad the guys that have started to come back we can go back to having a squad that can go and compete on a regular basis Brilliant, thank you very much round of applause for Jaffa for joining live at the dry gates uh, you can still get in touch on the phones anyone who makes it through on the phone or 
here at Drygate goes into the draw for the Retro Scotland top. Let's take another one straight away. Raymond joins us here at the Drygate as well. Raymond, how's it going? Are you as confident as, as Jaffa was? I'm confident, yep. I'm going to go for a 2 now. Here, Raymond, I'm glad I'm not picking you up at corner kicks, big man, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you'd manage. You'd, you'd, you'd throw an elbow Aye, absolutely. early doors, wouldn't you? <laughs> um, Raymond, what, what about the... We've been talking you know, about the, the occasion. We must win. They must win. Yep. You expecting a nervousness, or how do you see it going? I think so. I think so. I um, I know a guy from Croatia. Actually, I was talking to him today, <laughs> and he was saying um, it may be the same bodies that are there for 2018, but it's certainly not the same team because they've aged and yeah. they don't seem to be gelling as well. And I think you've seen that in the first two games. Yeah. That's why I think we've got a, a real opportunity here at home to do it. I hope you're right. What's the roller coaster been like this week? We were here. We've been here for every game. Monday before the game. We'll take on the world by Aye. the end of the game flat as a pancake yep. we build up again Friday was great what's it been like for you as a fan? This, I mean this is a trepidation of being a Scotland fan isn't yeah. it? I mean the confidence that we're feeling tonight you think to yourself results went for us last night yep. Belgium game Austria yep. game yeah. it's getting teed up for another disappointment potentially but you're right it's a roller coaster I guess you just need to make sure that you're ready for, for both events you know, uh, I think Raymond, the way they played sorry Raymond makes it the, the, the best point of all here that it's teed up for disappointment that's the mindset that mindset is changed automatically when we go through to the knockout stages when that teed up for disappointment that glorious failure is all rubbed off the blackboard forever forever yeah. because you because you did it and that's what tonight's all about it's, a, it's the down payment on the future mm. it's nothing to do with erasing the past it's the down payment on the future and the mindset changes, Raymond, if we do it tonight. Raymond, what do you make of the team? I think most people felt it kind of picked itself. Someone was going to have to replace Billy Gilmore. It is Stuart Armstrong. So what do you make of that team? I think the back three worked well last week. Yeah. So On Friday, sorry. So I think if you were to move McTominay into the midfield again, it might take away from that. So I like Armstrong, but I'm not sure if he played well in the last two games. He wasn't his, his full potential, I don't think, but... I mean, you've got to keep a wee bit of consistency, so I'm quite happy with Armstrong slotting in there. Right, round of applause for Raymond as well. well done, nice of Raymond to join us here at Drygate Scotland HQ. You can still get in touch on the phones, 01419511025. Remember, Raymond, Jaffa and all the callers, everyone who gets through goes into the draw to win a retro Scotland top from Greaves Sports. Kick-off is getting ever closer. After these, we're going to catch up with Cassie, who's been down at the fan zone at Glasgow Green to get a flavour of what's going on down there. Hi, I'm David Marshall on Clyde One. What would it mean to reach the last 16? The action as it happens at Hamden. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Right, the build-up now really is on. 35 minutes to kick off at Hamden. Croatia against Scotland for the chance to progress at Euro 2020. International matches do not come much bigger than this. Certainly not for us in a long, long time. How are you feeling? How are the nerves? Is it, is it still optimism? Has that made way to dread or fear? Or are you even more confident as the night goes on? Pick up the phone and let us know 0141 951 every caller that makes it through on air goes into the hat to win a retro Scotland top from Greaves Sports not only have you got the usual suspects Hugh Keevans Mark Wilson Gordon DL to share your thoughts with we've got former Scotland captain Colin 
Hendry. Until last week, he was the last man to lead us out to a major tournament. Andy Robertson has taken over the mantle, but this man knows a thing or two about performing at a major tournament. What have you made of, of Andy Robertson in the captain's role, Colin? He, he, looks, he looks bang up for it in the last couple of games, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, he just looks perfect for it. And, but in saying that, you've got you've got a lot of other players in the team as well as that could handle that role um, and I suppose in their own way is Mark and Gordon will, they'll have played with players they'll agree with me they'll have played with players of a like so it's good, it's good not just to have one one character in there who's going to take control or try and take control or help the rest of the team but you've also got each and individual players in separate positions different positions that can do the mm. job as well as I mean you'd a hugely experienced team as well when you look around at France 98 but, but did you did you feel an any I mean an extra 5% did you feel any extra responsibility being the, the skipper no it's just the honour of it all right. it's just a great honour really and if you're selected because of whatever you've done in the game to be made captain then you know it's it's just a, it was always a great honour for me to, to it was a cherry on top of the icing on the cake as yeah. I try to describe it yeah I, can, I was going to say I can imagine but I can't <laughs> not, not even close it must be an incredibly proud moment but when, when you're looking for big players to step up he, he, he was one of our better performers against the Czech Republic um, he was good at Wembley he had a look in his face at Wembley he was bang up for it his interviews after it Mark and hopefully it's not just him John McGinn Scott McTominay all, all of them but you know in particular some of these guys looking for them to just really take this by the scruff of the neck yeah and I think Andy has stepped up to the plate performance wise because fairly or unfairly he's been criticised for when he comes away with Scotland uh, and not putting in the performances he does for Liverpool listen that is understandable it's a different ball game he's playing but in terms of leadership he's come on so much I mean I was lucky enough to play with him seven, eight years ago now when he was breaking through at Dundee United he was a quiet lad but he, you could see by the way he played he had that determination how he's changed from going from United to Hull to Liverpool to Scotland captain Hugh pointed out the other night the look in his eyes the other night yeah. he, he almost looked possessed that he was taking this on his shoulders yeah. and he's, he's just transformed into a, an out and out leader for us I mean Hugh that's what you love to to, to think is going on to, to believe that it means so much to these players I wouldn't usually pass on the specific conversation but I'm sure he won't mind under the circumstances spoke to Kieran Tierney after the game on Friday uh -huh. mentioned that he had played particularly well as I'm sure everyone agreed and he was saying you know well it, it, it wasn't necessarily fully fit or you know it was a race to get fit obviously he'd missed the first game and, and he was pitched back in and I said does that mean you're are you touch and go for Tuesday and he said I wouldn't miss it for the world. Oh. And that's just exactly what you want to hear. See, these young men, uh, Kieran, um, I, I don't know if he was even born when Colin was in France in 1998. Uh, David Robertson, uh, uh, Andrew Robertson would have been preschool age. Uh, Mike Tominay uh, would have been preschool age. Uh, John McGinn, a, a toddler. You know, they are tomorrow. And they know how badly they want to be tomorrow. And the looks on their faces when the anthem was being played, and I'm sure it will be replicated tonight, they know that they are all about the future. And they know they're good enough to constitute a healthy future. There's some buzz about the city and the country, I'm sure you'd agree. Driving in wherever you live, you'll have seen it. Primary schools, flags outside, pubs, the stadium itself tonight. It really is It's some buzz. And it's great that we're one of the host cities as well. Don't forget, down at the... Euro 2020 fan zone at Glasgow Green. Cassie's been down there and uh, let's find out 
a bit about what's going on over there. I am down at the fan zone in the heart of Glasgow at Glasgow Green. What a day for the match. We are all so excited down here and I've got Ed with me. Hello, Ed. Hi, Cassie. How are you doing? I'm all right. And you've got your son with you? Young Phoenix Ed's here with me, yeah. Are you all playing a bit of football before we're, the game? We're playing a wee bit of football trying to get us in the mood. It's great that you, to see so many families and that, uh, for such a big game. Hopefully Scotland get a result for us. Me personally, I think it's going to be 2 0. But the kids here are buzzing for it. So we're looking forward to the game. Come on, in Scotland. Are you going to get the pints in later? The, after, pint, the after pints will be in. After, after the boys are here, <laughs> the pints will definitely be in. And hopefully Scotland get a result. And we'll be off up tomorrow. So Score? Uh, 2 0 Scotland. 2 0 Scotland will take that. Guys, 2 0 Scotland, what do we think? Yeah! Yes, can we, Boogie? Yeah! Yes, I can Boogie! I'm telling you, if he goes in the white wine like he did the other night and we win, Hugh Keevens, I think, will be boogieing down here at the Scotland HQ at Drygate As Brewery long as I can keep my jacket on. In Glasgow, yeah. For tonight, you can. Then for the next game, if we win, there is a Scotland top with your name on it making its way over. Uh, let's go back to the phones and bring in Leslie, who's on the line. How's it going, Leslie? Hi, hello. Are you excited for tonight? I'm really excited. This will be my second match watching it all the way through. Um... Ever? Is Leslie gone? Have we still got Leslie? I think she's gone. We'll, we'll get her back. I think maybe the line broke up. I think what Leslie genuinely Hugh was saying is, this is our second football match ever. This oh. is what it's done to people. And by the way, Leslie, if she like my wife as well, I think I said this in the show. Football does not enter her mindset at any time, and today she said, "Really nervous about tonight. Really, really nervous about the game. It's just grabbing everybody's attention." I went into a well-known uh, high street store, and, and Summers. No, <laughs> and, uh, I don't hardly even know the woman. Uh, and it had a bureau de change, as Gordon Dale would know it. Nah, there's no one of them in Anne Summers. Uh, and the lady there of a certain vintage let's be honest she would she would have given me a run for my money she must have been about my age and she had a fag the length of her body and it was tied round her neck and this woman's walk, a, a walking salt tire <laughs> so the, the whole country has gone gaga now all they have to get is a reason to go truly gaga. Yeah, I think we've got Leslie back. Leslie, hopefully you can hear us. What I was trying to establish, so you don't really watch football games, but all of a sudden you're interested because of what's been going on, yeah? Yeah, I've been, I watched the game on Friday uh, all the way through, which is quite a big deal for me, and ended up with a sore throat Saturday morning shouting at the ref. I had no idea what I was shouting about, but I was shouting, um, and I was so excited and proud. I love that. I absolutely love that. It's easy for me to get up to I, I get up for it. I was always gonna, you know, like that, that's this is this has been our life. But ask yourself, how many people is it grabbing that usually wouldn't care about football? And that's when you know how big a deal it is. Yeah, that's what football does to this country. In this part of the city, is it's divided. So we don't get to come together. You know, you can look at politics. The country's well divided. The only thing it would potentially come close to uniting the country is rugby but again I don't think that it comes close to what we're experiencing now I mean the the Scotland national team and particularly when they go to a tournament 
the full country comes together. You know, you get interest from people who've never watched games, and like Leslie, she'll not be alone in this situation. It's an incredible feeling. You'll have to walk around Glasgow yeah. to see how it's gripped this city. I love that because you were talking about it's been a divided nation of football and politically we're a bit divided and I could see Gordon, I feel like he really had something that he wanted to say on that highly intellectual debate. But he's, well, he's no, gonna... What I'd like to say about Leslie is every Scottish fan would love to be Leslie. She's never seen us lose a game. <laughs> That's a good point. So, so Leslie is our lucky mascot tonight. She's not scarred by her. Leslie, are we going to do it tonight? you feeling confident? Well, oh sorry, can you still hear me? Yep, are we going to do it tonight? Are you confident? Yep, yep. I, and I, I don't know how many we're going to win by, but we are going to win. I hope, I hope it's loads I hope it's. I hope we lose count thank you very much to Leslie enjoy the game 01419511025 Leslie's into the, the what a week it would be for Leslie she watches her first football game her second football game Scotland qualify and she might win the retro Scotland top from Greaves Sports right think about it history could be in the making here you could be the final caller to speak to us on Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard before we make history that seems like a good incentive to me 01419511025 Let's hear from you. Hi, I'm David Marshall on Clyde One. What would it mean to reach the last 16? The action as it happens at Hamden. This is This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. The countdown is on, 20 minutes to go till the big one at Hamden. Croatia up against Scotland for a place in the next round of Euro 2020. We are here at Scotland HQ, Drygate Brewery in the east end of Glasgow. Colin Hendry is here, it's great to draw on his tournament experience. Hugh Keevans has seen it all. Gordon Diel has stolen a Scotland cap from someone <laughs> and is wearing it tonight. And Mark Wilson here as well. So still time for you to get your calls in on the usual number. You can tweet us as well over there at Clyde SSB if for some reason you're just joining us you've left it a little bit late but here's what you missed in the team news pretty straightforward I have to say only one change Billy Gilmore out as everybody knows and he's been replaced by Stuart Armstrong so other than that uh, it's, it's as you were from the other night um, I mean Rory pointing out that Armstrong's not like for like for Gilmore Gilmore plays deeper would have preferred a more defensive minded centre mid we might be too open but let's go for it um, what else have we got here? Boz Burr says, whatever happens tonight, Clark brought this team from rock bottom, defeat to Kazakhstan, to their first tournament in 23 years, installed belief, passion and grit. First time on this stage, some would do well to remember some future stars in the making. Uh, right, 01419511025. Um, who have we got on the line? I forget the gentleman's name because we're out here at the dry gate. Never easy. We've got... John, it's John, isn't it? Yes, it is. I remembered it. And if, if not, John's always a John, good bet. John, it's a good bet. Uh, John is John on the line. How's it going, John? <laughs> Jim. Jim. Uh, hello, guys. How's it going? Not bad. How are you, more importantly? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm on my way back home. I'm firing him again. Um, get this game watched. Um, I'm, I'm buzzing for it, actually. Uh, I love the Scottish mentality that we're, we're absolutely buzzing for a game that where we can go through to the last 16. Whereas our, you know, our, our English counterparts are going through to win this tournament, so I like the, I like the modesty that we have. I just want to make a quick point uh, when it comes to the team selection. I think yes, but stick with the team that we've got, and it's unfortunate that Billy Gilmore is, is
I think that uh, Turnbull should have been given a chance. Um, I, I even said to, uh, said to your producers that, um, that I just think that he would score as a goal. I, I think he's got the bit between his teeth and he just needs a chance to, to show it. I think if he had, if he's on the pitch at any point tonight, and I, I'd even put a wee sky driver on it, that he would, he would score a, a goal for us tonight. I, I, that's, that's how much uh, I believe I've got in Turbo. I, I think he's got a lot of passion uh, um, uh, to kind of prove himself. I just wonder what the panel thinks. Take it away, Hugh. Uh, again, I think you know Stevie Clark has done the right thing. There was one problem created by COVID-19, and that took away Billy Gilmer. You provide your own solution to that problem by taking on board the man who replaced Billy Gilmer at Wembley on Friday night. I think that's a nice, clean solution to your problem. There's nothing against uh, David Turnbull, fine player who, in the midst of a disastrous season for Celtic, shone like a beacon. So nothing against Turnbull, and his time will undoubtedly come. But Steve Clark has priorities tonight. The priority is to beat the Czech Republic, go in, uh, the Croatia, go into the last 16 for the first time in Scotland's history. And I think initially. He has to start off with these tried and trusted young men. Uh, there may be, at some point in the game, a place for Turnbull, but the manager has done the right thing by starting with the 11 that he has chosen. The hero for tonight might not be on the pitch at this moment in time, Colin. He might, he might come from the yeah, substitute's Gordon, bench. Yeah. It might be David think, Turnbull, it might be someone else. I think... Um, Armstrong's weighed in with quite a lot of goals as well domestically mm. so he's done his bit um, in the Prem David Turnbull in a similar mould young coming through Celtic is Billy Gilmore I could see that opportunity but I just think that well I think it's the right decision what he's done is gone with Armstrong yeah, I don't think I don't doubt that Turnbull has the talent and will gain many Scotland caps along with the likes of Gilmore and and the other young players that are coming through. But I just think tonight would be a big ask of a of a young player who has only as David Turnbull only got the one cap, was it against the Netherlands or has yeah. he got a couple now? And I think against the Netherlands he, he did okay. Now the argument for Billy Gilmore may be the same, but I think Billy Gilmore's a just a step above Turnbull and and we call on this one when you see Stuart Armstrong the experience he brings from playing at that elite level every single week I think we'll see him through the game I, I wouldn't have a problem at all if Stevie Clark had a name Turnbull tonight in that team because I think the caller's right he can bring so much he's terrific at free kicks set plays he can score a goal he can open up defences with a pass but I said earlier when I, I, I was asked my opinion, I would have went for Armstrong. I think Armstrong just gives you that energy that you can, you can go behind the strikers, he can make great runs, there'll be space there because we're playing two up top. So I think we'll suit Armstrong down to a team. I think he deserves it. He started last week in the first game. He came on at Wembley and he looked very sharp indeed. So as much as I'm a massive Turnbull fan, I totally agree mm. with Steve Clark's decision. John, how do you see the game panning out tonight? Uh, well, if, if Turnbull comes on, it's 1-0. <laughs> so, uh, from, from that uh, perspective, uh, I, I, but you know, it's, it's almost like I, I'm, the score that I'm, I'm predicting is, is the score that I'm wishing for. I just I want Scotland to, to win, and I don't care if it's 1-0 or, or 10-0. 
just I just want Scotland uh, uh, to win so we can go through to the to la- the latter stages and enjoy this tournament a little bit more. Yeah, I think you speak on behalf of us all. Thank you, John. 01419511025. The players will be chomping at the bit now, won't they? Yeah, they'll be nervous. Um, listen, we talk how cool Steve Clark uh, is as a person, but he'll have the nerves, and he should have the nerves in there, Gordon, but it's controlling them. You know, once these guys will be just desperate, they're, they're, the work's done, preparation's done, they'll have their little chat before they go out, but they'll just need to channel those nerves in the right way by making the right decisions when they get the ball. And I'm sure that we've got enough guys there that have played in massive games before. We are a young side, but we're experienced in big game time. Um, and I think we will be able to handle that. Let's bring in Alan. We'll squeeze one more in. Alan, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling exciting tonight. And I must say, it's good to see everyone with a Scotland flags out. I'm very proud of Scotland. Everyone, I'm out tonight, and everyone's got a, a, a Scotland top on. Um, I'll be getting home shortly to cheer my team on, and hopefully we win 2-0 tonight. 2-0, they'll take that, but he's right. Everybody's got the tops on, the scarves are out, the flag's hanging out the windows, and there's some buzz, Colin. What will the, will the players at this stage... Does Stevie Clark give over any last-minute instruction, or is all that done? Is this about you as an individual getting your yourself right? Yeah, it's, a, it's your day, your day job. Back at work, you've got to tune in. I mean, spoke about this. I think prior to the game against the Czech Republic, when the build-up and the excitement and being in the in the competition, um, but the professionalism kicks in. It'll have kicked, that'll have kicked in a good hour and a half, a couple of hours ago when you're. At the ground, you get changed, and you, then you're getting warmed up, and you're into footy mode. It's as simple as that. Playing at Hamden, can that be of, of benefit to oh, us? Yeah, I mean, it's just a pity it's not full, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the, the pity that we don't have a full house. But um, I'm glad we've got some Scottish fans in there tonight, because it's, it's been a wee while. Yeah, I'm deeply conscious, Gordon, of tonight having the potential to be a pivotal moment in Scotland's football history. Here these players have the opportunity, which they work for themselves by virtue of uh, getting that win over Serbia, albeit on penalties. They have the opportunity to write their names into the history as the first team ever to reach the last 16. It will not have anything to do with anything in the past. It will have everything to do with the here and now. They are the here and now. When we started out... A couple of weeks ago, I said that the priority was for these players to seize the day. The Italian phrase, carpe diem. Seize the day. And that's what we have to do, albeit in the night time. If we win this, we don't look back. These young men have the ability to create a bright future under an astute manager yeah there's a lot riding on this if we win and Lyndon Dyke scores we've got the tweeter who's getting the Hugh Keevans tattoo <laughs> if we win the game Hugh Keevans has promised to turn up for the first time in something other than a shirt and he's going to wear a Scotland top the next time so uh, and apart from those massive things a couple of small points like progressing to the knockout stages for the first time ever making history galvanising the country after what's been a tough year it really is massive it doesn't get much bigger than this at Hamden and kick off is coming next